Alright, what is going on? Tis Sean here. Coming to you live from sunny California. It's not sunny at all. In fact, it's nighttime. Now, if you've uh, if you're just catching my show for the first time, I I have to warn you that I'm uh, I'm a bit hardcore when it comes to well everything, and uh, this show is explicit. If you are under the age of 18, please get the fuck on out of here. Thank you. This message is brought to you by Kabuna. Kabuna, Kabuna, Kabuna. Yes, sir. This is an explicit show. And I, um, I like it that way. I very much like it that way. In fact, I don't really trust people that don't swear. I don't. I really don't. I consider it inauthentic. Now, of course, maybe they just don't have that in their vernacular. Sure, 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 sure. And in that sense, in the same way that the ancient Nordic used to say, never trust a person without scars. And I don't. And I've said that all my life. I had no idea until this year that the Vikings said it. I had no idea at all. But it does make sense. You see, a person with no scars has never been uh, to battle, or has never made mistakes. A person that has never made mistakes is going to make a lot of mistakes. (laughs) That's how it is. That's how it goes. It's just, you know, it's like um, the mistakes are just waiting. Because that's how you get wise from mistakes. That's how you know things that you know. From making mistakes. Oh, sure, you know, you could read a book and regurgitate it back to somebody else, but you don't really understand the wisdom until you've uh, lived it. And that's the difference between knowledge and wisdom. Is that wisdom is experience. Knowledge, knowledge is kind of like a half-wisdom, you know. See, that's the kind of thing is like, a lot of people, they... It's like those uh, made-up, invisible rules that people say, and they keep regurgitating it to each other, you know? Like, um, the whole thing, like, oh, raise your vibration to get to your tribe, and everything. The right people from your tribe will, 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 you know, you'll you'll meet them, and yada yada. I, I seen that on an Instagram post, right? And I was like, so I commented. I was like, okay, well, what if, what if you feel like you vibe with everybody and you love everybody, but they don't love you? They don't seem to all love you, and they don't seem to vibe with you much. Well, she responded, "Oh, well, that means that, uh, that means that there's elements within you that you're not vibing with, and yada." And I tell her like this: I just explained Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, just explain Jesus Christ. That's true. Jesus Christ loved everybody and felt that he vibed with everybody. But not many vibed with him. She hasn't responded yet. She liked what I said, but uh, 
I don't think anybody has a response for that because they're all just regurgitating these things that are made up things. They're knowledge. It's not wisdom. You see what I'm saying? You see the knowledge that they quote unquote know that could be completely false. Only from wisdom does one truly know. That said, you got to be able to empathize. The understanding of anything that comes from empathy. You cannot have an understanding without the emotional understanding of it. It just becomes a uh, just a fallacy waiting to be shown, really. Anyways, the topic of the show would be that of good versus evil. The forever duality spectrum from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Well, I'm about to bring you some wisdom from that knowledge, but, but before I do that, let's play a little song here. I'm going to redo this one because, well, you know, it's fresh, uh, freshly remastered, and I just love it. No, yeah, yeah, yeah.
That's right. That is right. No, I'm not Egyptian. <laughs> I am not. Maybe I am. I don't know. <laughs> I'm so many races, it's it's crazy. I'm, uh, well, to start off with, born in Hawaii. Dad's side is from Hawaii, born and raised for two generations, and then my mom, Canada, for one generation. Then uh, my dad's side is from the Philippines, from a small witchcraft island called Sikujor, a forbidden island. And uh, if you didn't know, Filipino on its own is, um, well, it's got the Spanish from when the Spaniards came and conquered the Philippines. And then actually before that, uh, a few African, uh, well, they know, I think it was like, I don't know if it was a tribe or a bunch of tribes came or something, I don't know. But they came and conquered, and that's what uh, gave the Philippines our, well, no, I'm just kidding. No. Uh, <laughs> Well, yeah, maybe. I don't know. You, you know, this, uh, that's for me to know. Anyways, so there's that. So there's the African, Spanish, uh, Polynesian, um, Asian. Uh, I'm not sure what the Asian side would be. I think Cambodian, actually. Um, and, uh, oh, yeah, and our last name is Italian, actually. Villafana. It actually means it. Well... The Enya was cut out because, um, well, my great-grandparents and grandparents, they didn't know how to write, so they they didn't know how to put the name. Uh, with the Enya, you know the little squiggly line above the N? Yeah. Um, well, anyways, our, our name means from the village. Uh, so that's my dad's side and my mom's side. She's Swedish, Scottish, Irish. British, um, I can't remember, Dutch, I don't know, I don't know, um, something like that, yeah, but I know that for a fact, uh, definitely Swedish, uh, Scottish, Irish, and, um, British, so yeah, I'm a mutt, I'm a mutt, I'm a calico human, <laughs> and they say about that, they say that, well, I was reading a study on it, uh, children born of mixed race have, on general, higher IQs than their parents, or taller than their parents, and um, better looking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and better, um, what is that? Better immunities. And I never get sick. I'm taller than both my parents were. Um, yeah, I'm pretty smart, too. In any sense, uh that's that. So that's that argument against uh, racism. I mean, it, we should be interbreeding, I think. That would create superhumans. So let's interbreed. Just saying. Yeah. Well, I got a recording, actually. Let me, uh, let me play this for you. You know, it might be a little bit low on the volume and spectrum, so you're going to want to turn your volume all the way up or put on some headphones and turn it up. Actually, a lot of my stuff is a bit quiet, if you've ever noticed. Now, I know a lot of people say, oh, well, speak louder, speak louder. But actually, there's a two-part rule when it comes to esoteric knowledge and universal truth. And this is quoted by Rudolf Steiner in the 1800s. I think it was 1883, I think the book came out. 
but it was republished I think in 1910 or something like that something around there it's on my website um, in any sense he says it like this uh, there's a two-part rule in universal knowledge and it goes like this if the seeker seeks the universe shall provide the answer if the seeker seeks and is not yet ready the universe shall not provide the answer. So, if you don't hear my words, it's probably because you're not ready for it. <laughs> Just saying. I mean, yeah, it's my volume, of course. You know, it's my, you know, there's always a thing. When you're not yet ready for some wisdom, you know, there'd be like a, a car, you know, uh, honking in the background, getting your attention. Uh, something starts to, to get you to not be able to hear it. Something happens to, you know, kind of sway you from that. Because you're not ready. <laughs> that bothered me a bit. You know, I was wondering why from uh, when I first started up, why nobody, I was invisible. I was straight invisible. I was like, what is going on? Is this analytics? What is it? I don't know. But then I realized um, it's because I speak the truth. <laughs> There's that factor, and also, uh, well, nobody wants, nobody likes the truth. Nobody wants to hear the truth. I mean, only the most authentic people want to seek the truth and want to know the truth. It's you know, uh, truth kind of goes hand in hand with authenticity. And the thing is, is that by default, we're all in denials. That's why we call it waking up, right? Loads and loads of denials, so many denials, and understanding the factors of those are very important. Which is why I kind of want to get to the root of what the definition of evil is. Now, although I could just freestyle it for you right off top, uh, no, I got a recording. I'd like to play it for you. Remember to turn up your volume. Hi, I'm Sean. Spiritual counselor, minister, founder of Kapahuna, film producer, web designer, web uh, developer, artist, rapper, dude, and I'm just another dude. But I wanted to invite you with me to uh, discover our emotions and discover our consciousness. There are certain aspects that I think are very important and it would be responsible of us and mature of us to look at them and talk about them. I wanted to talk about the natures of evil and generally that's not something we want to look at, right? But it's important, we do. When it comes to wounds, it takes giving it attention and awareness. That's how we heal. If you don't give a wound in, uh, care and, and awareness, then it could get infected. We don't want that. So if we're going to talk about evil, I think it's very important that we talk about what is good, 
we see that in our nature as humanity. We aim to love. We aim to be compassionate. We aim to care. And we value these things. These things are how we how we term beauty, harmony, and it's how we aim to live our lives. And the aim itself shows our nature. Even if uh, you take elements to where you might say that a person aims to be dark or evil, well, doesn't that always come from a place of a wound or a self-denial or a socially brainwashed element. So, I believe that a lot of the things that we could claim as evil, we should see more as efforts to heal. And a lot of the things that we claim as uh, laws or rules that are just social elements, social aspects that we think are true, aren't true at all. Simple things. I don't really believe in evil as a opposite to good. You can have a cup and you can fill it with milk, and you can have an empty cup, but you can fill that cup with all kinds of things. The lack of the milk does not make it opposite of milk. You still have the whole form, you still have the whole element. And that's very dependent. All of these things are very dependent. You got a bird can fly, but a fly can't bird. That's um, basically a thing that we kind of has a uh, fallacy in, in a lot of times. We'll think, oh, if I try to approach that person and give them love, they won't accept it. Or if I do this or, or come with my sincerity, then they'll just attack. Now, the thing is, is that that's true in a lot of cases. It's been a socially implemented thing and a lot of us we go along with the flow we think this is how we're supposed to be and these are the actions that we're supposed to take because everybody else does them and I would ask is that authentic of us is that our true self and I would state and argue that no it's not in our aim towards love in our aim towards harmony it shows what our true self is even in the sense of aiming away from the chaos and the pain and suffering. We have the aim. And the aim is everything. And we should aim. Otherwise, we go in cycles. And that's what we have right now. Cycles. This is a very elemental thing. And I mean that in all the part of it in astrology. Now... I know that not everybody believes in astrology, but that's okay, because you don't really have to. The chart itself, if we even just look at the chart, without looking or thinking about there needing to be any 
thing outside of just that image. It shows a clear map of the human, the human experience, the human from birth to death, the human uh, emotional responses, the human perspectives and values, and the blind spots they all have from each sign. Because the exact opposite sign has opposite values. So when we look at it like that, we see that our values are all true and simultaneously, ironically not. Because as we hold on to them egotistically, we specifically lose sight of what is true on the opposite end. Now, this doesn't get us anywhere. But you find that if you have faith in exactly what you do not see, exactly what the person that's arguing you uh, with you is does see, and you have faith, okay, maybe, maybe the fight and the argument is completely miscommunication, misunderstanding. And even if I am right in what I say with the logic, obviously, if we're fighting, then we're both wrong. Because this is not ideal. Ideal is peace. The ideal is harmony. The ideal is clear communication. I like to say that if we cannot explain a thing, then we do not understand it. And if we do not try, that's even worse. It's a very important thing to take the responsibility to communicate, to have the courage. We have to have the courage for each other. Because don't we want that from others? A lot of times we need that. A lot of times when we're in our moments of ego and blame and, and, and just chaos in our mind, we can feel our hearts kind of cry out, can't we? Just wanting, wishing to connect. Maybe not all of us, but I believe that it is there. And if you seek to feel it, you will. But there's a thing that gets in the way. This is uh, the nature of evil. we don't want to look at us being wrong. Right? Now, a virtuous and a humble, caring person, while caring and humble and virtuous in that moment, because I want to reiterate, there are no good or bad people. We're all always trying to balance in between. And the nature of nature is change. And everything changes. So it's very important that we do not try to blame or judge or pin anybody as being inherently evil. Because we take a chance every single time we do that. We gamble. We gamble with taking the chance of punishing an innocent person.
Now I want to remind everybody that we don't see a person's perspective unless we empathize, unless we have good communication. If there is arguing by default, then you do not understand. Simple as that. And if uh, two are not working together, then you do not have depth. Simple as that. With the greater amount of people working together in harmony, caring, loving, and having blind faith, that's the amount of depth that they can have, that they do have, that we have. Right now, I know it's, um, well, there's a lot of egos. Everybody has ego. It's just there. There's also the false ego, which is really just a bunch of illusions. We don't all share the same false ego things, too. We don't all share the same values. For me, personally, um, I do not mind at all challenging authority. Now, that can be my downfall sometimes, yeah, especially in communication. And I've noticed that a lot, too, in social media sometimes. Because when I'm asking for uh, perspectives, sometimes I come off authoritative. But it's not meant to be that. It's just how I... I it's how I understand that I, I would answer, you know? And we all have our ways. It doesn't mean I like to debate. It just means I do not fear it. There really is no reason to fear it. In fact, it becomes a social responsibility. And I would say that we should seek to find where we're wrong. It's important. We grow when we find out where we're wrong. When we face where we're wrong, well, then we take the opportunity to see each other and to find more harmony. When we won't admit or, or understand or choose to see, and I know this is a very human nature thing, because we feel the element, we feel the emotion, and we don't like it. We want to look away. It's called cognitive dissonance, and it's not just of the mind. I know in psychology we use it as a term that... We think of it just as the thing about the brain, but it's not at all, and it's obvious. It starts at the heart, up to the mind. See, the heart is aiming. The heart is always aiming. The heart is aiming to the truth. But we have our conditions and our conditionings. Conditioned thought. No, you could, you could uh, if you wanted to say anything. I could, because I could always edit whatever. There's like, uh, I like it. Yeah, well, that's about it. <laughs> and I'm making a video out of that, and that's going to be fun. It's very much going to be fun. I realized uh, when I loaded it up that the audio was horrible. So I had to take it off, and I had to run it through a little gizmo to make the audio rise up a bit. You know, I don't know. Um, I've got one of those voices. Uh, very soft, mellow, just like uh, 
you know, which which makes it really hard, very hard, especially to sing. <laughs> you know, I, I I don't have the greatest singing voice. I mean, I don't have a crappy singing voice, and I used to love to sing. I remember uh, one time my dad told me, "Oh, don't sing. You get a horrible voice." I was a teenager singing um, Lincoln Park. <laughs> you guys remember that? <laughs> Lincoln Park. Yeah, that was, that was the dopeness back then. Well, I guess it still is, kind of, you know. In any case, um, yeah, no. Uh, you know, I, I just had one of those voices. Ironic, ironically, like... Uh, some time ago, people told me, oh, you should do podcasting or something. you got a great voice. I tripped out. And I was like, wow, really? Okay. And so I do now. And I also try to audio things when I talk to people because, well, their own inner, your own inner voice answers or uh, reads out any message in text. Uh, KRS-One said that. He said, you know, if you read out something, right, notice that your own inner voice is the, and I, I don't mean the cool one, I mean, like, generally it's the ego, you know, inner voice that is reading it out to you. So you read something. And depending on your level of fear and the level of your faith in the other person, well, that's going to be the tone of what you read. So it really comes down to that, actually. You can tell who has a healthy, substantial amount of faith in a person, or in general, or in you, by the level of pol politeness that they will ask um, what you mean by a thing, you know, when you say something, or how they respond. If a thing is automatically taken to be a mockery well that's the mockery that they're dealing with in their head in general you know some people put on a very good front and I, me i put on a horrible front <laughs> so i automatically get noticed you know i, I don't front you know i fucking I'm, i suck at fronting that's why i swear on my podcast you know when I, when i think somebody's fucking with me I will straight up fucking confront that shit right there on the spot, you know, if I think it's a mockery. And it's embarrassing because, you know, generally it's not a mockery, you know. Generally it's a um, person just saying a thing funny and it's just funny timing in my life, you know. Now, you know, of course there are things and there are moments and there are times, so you have to use an objective mind because because there's there's things out there called like uh, you know, there's gaslighting there's that there's narcissists out there and let's use the term narcissism in a not uh, condemning way I want to have everybody realize that I remember there was a moment with my ex and um, I don't know she was very hardcore to me you know very hardcore and I was always very very not allowing, I shouldn't say allowing. I was very uh, politely patient 
you know, Australia was, um, it was very bonding. You know, we, we were there next to each other for three months by each other's side as we traveled the country and it was very bonding. And, um, yeah, you know, we had our hard times sometimes, you know, it never got too crazy, but, uh, you know, she's a cancer. She's very lovely. But, you know, when, uh, when I came back over here, she changed. I was supposed to go right back, but in any case, she turned somewhat hardcore on me. And then and there was one moment where she called me a narcissist. And I had heard the word before, but I didn't know like exactly what it meant. So I looked it up. And that... Because, you know, me and her, we had a lot of uh, spiritual and psychological uh, talks, you know? That was the first time I recognized denial because the definition of narcissist was exactly all the kinds of things that she had been and I brought it up to her not in an attackful way but a kind of like still defensive way you know like a, actually look you've been projecting on me this whole time and that was a tough one she was in shock because in that moment she realized it and it hurt it hurt her I could see it it hurt her a lot, and I didn't want to hurt her. You know, that wasn't the point. I loved her, and I, you know, I still love her. I love everybody. I love all my exes too. You know, uh, besides one, maybe <laughs> I won't say who, but I mean, I, don't know. I mean, she's not bad, but you know how it goes. In any sense, so you know, for me to say, okay, my ex was a narcissist, so she is a narcissist forever well that would be actually narcissistic to say so i always like to say to people don't don't be so condemning with that word you know because to term somebody as that we think of it as a psychological factor but to condemn like that well that's evil itself so you always want to see like uh the whole old ye who dealt it uh, uh, smelted, dealt it thing. No, it's, it's, it's okay. Now, be careful with that whole mirror shit, you know. I think, I don't understand. I mean, I don't know why, but, I mean, it seems like every time, like, I go through a thing, like, everybody else, y'all go through that shit, like, a year later or something. I don't know. I'm like, so everybody's, you know, coming up with the whole, whole mirroring shit, and I'm like, yeah, I, yeah. I kind of went through that. Yep, yeah, you know, I told everybody, nobody listened. Yeah. Maybe it's a thing about being uh, born early, <laughs> uh, ahead of time or some shit. In any sense, not trying to boast my ego. Notice that those for those that would be most deflective from a person like me saying that, notice that that would only be coming from the space within you where there is your own ego problem. Ah, those without a ego problem, uh, those that do not have ego problems, well, they don't get jealous so much, and they don't get tripped out so much at a person who is boasting ego. It's a fact. And uh, that's a huge thing, too. It's because, like, why would you... Why would you trip? Right? That was a tough lesson for me to learn, actually, uh, three years ago. When I first started Kapahuna, I had three mentors. I still talk to one of them every day. Uh, in any sense, where were we? Evil, right? Evil. So 
So evil, I don't, I don't believe in evil at all. I believe in obtuse. Obtuse is basically, it basically means blind, dumb, not looking at the aspects, not looking at everything. And isn't that true? As Jesus said, uh, forgive them for they know not what they do. And they didn't, did they? They were a uh, anger drunk crowd who typically are just regular people. But under the right circumstances, they were blinded, totally blinded. And in their blame and accusation, they were completely wrong, not only just wrong, but specifically wrong, hypocritically wrong, disgustingly wrong, I want to say. And we are that. We, we become like that. Every time we fall drunk on our, our uh, really lame emotions, you know, let's not even call it emotions because it's really a discrepancy or a discrepancy of an emotion. It's a disruption. It's a impure, right? Those kinds of uh, reactiveness, those reactive acts, they're conditioned into us, and they're based in rooted in fear. And uh, now, like you might say, "Oh no, my anger isn't rooted in fear." Are you sure it is? Actually, yeah, of course it is. Because as you lack faith in another person and interpret their meanings to be your own inner echo, well, you're you're lacking the faith. You're lacking the faith in the universe. You're lacking the faith in that person, and you know. As all is God, hey, such became reality after Adam's first shame. Because as he shamed, a symbolic element, a metaphorical element, in any element, you look at consciousness itself, that's what's going to happen. If you have a consciousness that is one with all, and then all of a sudden a factor of it feels that it needs to shame, well, that in itself is it claiming that whatever... It's, you know, uh, feeling shame from the direction of. It's claiming that that does not have unconditional love towards him or her. So that's basically a blame in that one act. That's why in Hawaii they say no shame. I should say we, but I am not in Hawaii. I am in sunny California, San Jose, Santa Clara. And I am with all the techies, and the nerds, and I don't even have a single nerd friend. What is this? <laughs> you know, where's all my nerds at? Anywho, I'm just about out of time. I got five minutes left, but I figure I'll just um, I'll just cut it out with the with the song. But that well, I'm pissed song, yeah, because uh, it's always a good one to remind people that. You, you, all emotions are important. There's no bad emotion. Read Abraham Hicks. She says the same thing. Or Esther Hicks, uh, speaking as Abraham Hicks. Um, yeah, no. Emotions are very good and important to have. And sometimes anger can save you. It can save you from suicide. It can save you from depression. It can save you from getting killed, 
it can save you from misinterpretation. It can save you from all kinds of things. Let the emotions flow naturally. Do not hold them in because that's how fucking people get murdered. You hold in emotions uh, for too long and you're going to snap one day. And all it's going to take is a little feather. That's why emotions are as to water. And water, when it's stagnant, is toxic. Learn yourself. Learn your emotions. That's how it goes. Once you understand the full spectrum of emotions that you have, then you'll better understand yourself and you'll better understand others. Well, maybe not the second part of that. <laughs> People are freaking weird and crazy, and I would know. I'm pretty weird and crazy myself. But luckily, I'm also very practical, very wise. And now that is not ego to say, unless you're insecure hearing it. Cheers. You read a letter that I... Uh, I know about these motherfuckers. Really? He clocked. I know, right? Well, I'm pissed. Pissed. Eat it. Just like I should be. Thickest motherfuckers everywhere that I go. So I'ma shine it real on your shady ego. Your shady ego. Your shady ego. So here I go. Baby, learn to read. Ask mama, what's that? So we employ that so we don't talk back. Get your 14 Twin Towers collapse. CIA funded Wikipedia that. Biggest motherfuckers, but I don't blame them. I take responsibility like a grown ass man. That's right. You know what I'm saying? But I'm pissed. Yeah, heated. Used to believe in equality, but then too many women cheated. Guys ain't any better because they lie and cheat too. I'm a fair Libra motherfucker. I guess I'm more equal than Devoted and the Pope love shines Surround me and jealous cause we the hope for mankind Many right. betray their lovers but we don't judge them Taking responsibility Like you know you That's fucking woke right it. there That's fucking woke You got Shit Nada Nada Take it Pissed Well I, I am pissed Yeah me too bro Motherfucking Popeye, but way too much spinach. Way too much spinach. But not drink nicotine and looking waste like they was women. And yeah, women all around me guess I'm gone to your ambitions. In this statement, got no citation. I rejected full revision. That's right. I don't need no intuition. To my third eye, no. But the guru and the woken age, they clean crypto token. And as long as payment is owing, then you're cool, bro, and you grow it.
Evidence is murder from the greedy way of life. Awareness is connection. Can you even read between the lines? Get that fluoride all up in your fucking pinion. Real time. Need to do a cleansing, not just a cheese. Maybe buy some of that Tom's over at Walgreens. Big ass quartz or something. Damn piss. Like I should be. Like I should be. Said it out so damn pissed. Like I should be. Like I should be. Motherfuckers running from negativity. One of these days you're gonna have to face your shit. Bitch. Well, that's all I got. Much love. Tough love. Aloha, oi. And I'll catch you later. I don't know. Um, I think I dig it without the mic set up, so I might be doing this more. But I do it on the rando. I don't, you know. You got to catch me if you can.